Today's podcast is brought to you by my book, The Sex Spiral, Forgiven and Free from Pornography. The Sex Spiral will teach you God's design for sexuality, the triggers that lead to porn addiction, and how to exit the sex spiral with a purity plan for your life. You can order online at Amazon.com or any other retailer. Hey, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's show. The Dustin Daniels Show. Unashamedly proclaiming God's purity through His Son, Jesus Christ. Devoted to saving marriages. Dedicated to protecting children. Addressing sex with biblical truth and without shock value. You're listening to the intersection of life and lust. Call toll-free at 1-855-5-DUSTIN. And now, here's your host, Purity Pastor Dustin Daniels. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Her husband can trust her, and she will greatly enrich his life. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 12. My dear married sisters in Christ, let me ask you this. Can sex be holy and erotic? Do you truly believe that Almighty God has an opinion on sex? Would I make you blush if I told you that God's intention for husband and wife is to have eye-popping pleasure and soul-to-soul intimacy. Have you ever thought about pursuing this kind of holy passion? Well, would you even consider it? My guest today invites you into this journey, a journey titled Passion Pursuit. Linda Dillo is the author of the best-selling books, Calm My Anxious Heart, What Is It Like to Be Married to Me?, and is the co-author of Intimate Issues. Linda was a missionary for 17 years, trained Christian leaders in Russia, Hungary, Poland, and Asia, helping them launch Christian women's ministries. And she and her husband, Jody, have been married for 50 years. They've got four children and 10 grandchildren. Dr. Julie Slattery is a widely known clinical psychologist, author, speaker, and broadcast professional. Julie's books include Finding the Hero in Your Husband, No More Headaches, and Guilt-Free Motherhood. She and her husband, Mike, have been married for 20 years, and they have three children. Linda and Julie, welcome to the show. It's a joy to be with you, Dustin. Yeah, thanks for having us. You guys are the authors of Passion Pursuit, What Kind of Love Are You Making? This is a a video and workbook Bible study specifically for women. And I got to tell you, I'm so excited to talk about this. My wife and I, we were watching your video series a couple months ago. And she said on the first day, she said, wait, 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 pause it. Pause it. What? Linda Dillo, Linda, where, where do I know that Linda Dillo? She goes, wait, she runs upstairs. She comes back down with one of your books, Linda. And she goes, oh my gosh, I'm reading her book right now. It's Linda Dillo. I can't believe we're watching Linda Dillo. So it's such a blessing to have you on the air. And she's just as excited as I am to talk about this project. So thank you guys so much for your ministry. It means so much. And Linda, let's start with you. How did you and Julie come up with this 
idea to produce a women's Bible study on sex. Well, Dustin, let me tell you, we didn't get on our knees and say, oh, God, please, could we be your voice on sex? <laughs> didn't happen, did it? No, it didn't. It didn't happen. Um, Dustin, three men, three young men in New Zealand who saw the woundedness in the area of sexuality in women asked Julie to write a course, a Bible study, for the women of New Zealand. Wow. And so... Uh, Julie asked me to do it with her, and so we both signed up for one course for the women of New Zealand. But as we begin to seek God and write and do a pilot study in our church here in Colorado Springs, we saw the need and that this was much broader than for um, New Zealand. And so Moody Press published it in English and in Spanish, and we First went to New Zealand and Australia uh, and gave it to the women there, but now women in many other countries are using it, including America. That is great. Wow. So, Julie, tell us about the workbook and the video series. Obviously, your goal is for small groups to get women to to get together and and watch the video series. Tell us about the format of of how you guys would uh, suggest going through the series itself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, a lot of churches and women's ministry directors or, or Bible study leaders are a little uh, nervous about leading a, a Bible study on sex. They wonder, <laughs> right. what do I do if this topic comes up, or I'm a little uncomfortable here. So the fact that it's a video series is great, because Linda and I do the teaching for you. Uh, we say the difficult things for you, uh, but we also make it a lot of fun, and it's very interactive and personal. But the format is it's 10 weeks, and uh, the teaching is anywhere between 30 and 40 minutes each week. And so the women will watch the study, and then they take their workbook home, and they have five days of homework to get into God's Word and uh, to really get before the Lord with their own questions and their own issues and pain and learn how to bring uh, bring those intimate things before God. And then when they meet again the next week, uh, we have a, a leader's guide that gives you some suggested format of, of how to have an edifying discussion. So you discuss for a while, and then you watch the next video. So it's been out for about nine months, going on a year now. How has, what's the feedback been with the small groups that have taken on this challenge? What is God doing with his church when it comes to women and sexuality with their husbands? Well, Linda and I have been just really amazed at the deep work God is doing in women's lives. And, you know, the way the, the Lord works, he's so personal. Uh, ten women can take the same study, and all ten of them will be ministered to uh, very uniquely by the Holy Spirit. You know, for some women, it's been, um, you know, just healing from wounds from the past. For other women, it's a temptation or flirtation that she's never really dealt with and kind of kept secret, and the Lord confronts her on that and, and helps her to work through that. For other women, it's, getting over the pain or knowing how to deal with a husband who's tempted by pornography or who's been unfaithful. So we we just get story after story talking about the deep things that God is doing to restore women and to restore marriages. So we just keep celebrating and thanking God um, that he is so personal with each woman. And I, I want to commend you guys on doing such a, a top-notch professional job when it came to the workbook and the video series, as as Amy and I were watching this, 
obviously it's it's geared towards women and she just kept saying over and over it's just done so well oh that's cute you know just the opening graphics and and all of those things so ladies i want to encourage you to uh visit the website uh, and and be able to read the bios of, of both Linda and Julie, and then you can order the book in the video series there. Um, Linda, you've been married for 50 years, and you have children and grandchildren, and I'm curious, as you look over your shoulder, how important is it for the church to pursue this kind of passion that, that you write about? Destin, it is... Uh, it is so important that I'm having trouble finding words mm. to explain express that, what I've seen, uh, and I've been looking at women for many years and teaching on this subject, what I see is that because the church has been too silent about sexual intimacy in marriage, that so many of God's daughters in the church are going to the world. Julie and I find so many women that have been reading books like Fifty Shades of Grey, so many Christian women saying, I just need something to give me uh, more excitement in the area of intimacy. And so God speaks clearly in the scriptures, and whatever God speaks clearly about, um, I believe he wants us to. So that's why we're doing it. Julie, you, you talk about this concept of the power zone. What, what exactly is that, the power zone? Well, the power zone is where a woman has um, the ability to impact her marriage. Uh, You know, when you're unhappy in your marriage or you want something changed, most women tackle that by focusing on what needs they have that aren't being met. And what we want women to understand is that your power in your marriage has nothing to do with your needs being met. All of your power comes from what your husband needs. You know, when somebody needs something from you, that gives you power in their life. You know, my 17-year-old son needs the car keys. And because he needs the car keys, that means that I can say, well, if you want the car keys, I need to do this or that. Or, you know, he pays attention to me because that gives me power. And in relationship, God has made it so that uh, in intimacy, we have power in each other's lives. And so a woman's power zone, where she has the ability to really impact her husband and her marriage, is in her husband's needs. And when she understands what her husband truly needs, she can learn to use that power in a way that builds intimacy and ultimately helps her get her needs met, too. And you share this, this story of, of Sam and Don. Would you share that with us? Sure, yeah. Um, it just, uh, you know, I think it's representative of a lot of couples. But um, when it comes to sexuality, women kind of know that for most men it's more important uh, to them than it is to their wives. But I don't think we really know this. And, um, you know, this story is about a, a couple who was having a conversation, and the wife was just saying, um, you know, Sam, how, how much do you really like sex? Like, do you like it better than, you know, your favorite dessert? And he says, oh, yeah, I like it better than my favorite dessert. And like, would you like it better than going on vacation? Goes, yeah, I like it better than going on vacation. And it's the idea that when a, when a wife really understands how important sexual intimacy is to her husband, she starts to realize that this is an area that God has given her power in their marriage. And most women, because they're busy doing other things or because they're just not that tuned into it, they don't understand that, wow, this is a powerful source for me as a wife. And instead of using it wisely and really trying to build that area of my marriage and capture my husband's attention, 
or just kind of lay there for someone else to pick up and to use. And so we want women to understand that the area of sexuality should never be a burden. It should be viewed as a very powerful source of drawing your husband into the relationship. I love that story because it, it goes, yeah, it's more important than this. And he kind of goes on and on and on. And then he kind of brings everything together, like vacation and sex and chocolate or, or however he, he tells yeah. it. It's just kind of it builds, builds up. And it's it's so true. But don't you also think that it's it's so beautiful how God specifically designed men and women to be different. And when we come together as a one flesh union, that that really is the beauty and the glory of almighty God representing what he has done uh, here on earth to reflect him with, with Christ in the church. And it's, it's hard for us to grasp that. Isn't that Julie? I mean, just because we're, we've been uh, inundated with the world. We've, we've been uh, we've brought kind of the world's ideas into sexuality. Would you agree with that or no? Yeah, for sure. And I would say that that's one of the major points that we try to get across through passion pursuit, is that sex is, sex is designed to be a very spiritual experience. And it, it's a spiritual metaphor based on what Paul said in Ephesians chapter 5 and throughout Scripture, the Old Testament and New Testament. Sexuality, the covenant of marriage, it is, it is set apart and created to be uh, a, a physical expression of something we can't understand, of God's covenant with us. And uh, instead of connecting those two, I think what traditionally we've done as Christians, we've separated them. We've said, well, here's your spirituality over here. You see God, you love God, and your sexuality is in this little compartment over here that's very worldly and earthy, and never the twain shall meet. And we want to tear down that wall and help women see that you can't separate sexuality and spirituality. They were created to go together. Mm. And God connects them. Um, the word, uh, Dustin, in the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for intimacy between God and man is the word yada, and that God wants to intimately know us, and that we want to yada God. We want to intimately know Him. And God takes this same Hebrew word, and that is the word He uses for sexual intercourse that a man intimately knows his wife. And to me, he just connects sexuality and spirituality together by saying, all right, we talk about spiritual intimacy, but I'm using the same word for, for sexual intimacy because I want you to see they're connected and that I, your almighty God, see sexual intimacy is holy. I love that. I love that, too. And you, you write in the book, every temptation is rooted in the deep longings of our heart to be loved and known. You were created for a deep yada knowing, truly knowing spiritually and physically and coming together. And isn't that part of the beauty of just knowing uh, one man and one woman and a lifetime commitment, a, a covenant of marriage? It really is, Dustin. And what I have con have asked Christian women to do for a long time and what I did myself was to go to God's Word, to go to the Song of Solomon and look at the young bride who is God's picture 
of a servant lover and a very exciting lover to her husband. And I just wrote down on a piece of paper what this bride was like, because this is God's picture of what he wants me to be like. And so one day I asked Julie to do that. What happened, Julie? <laughs> I said, no way, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think for a lot of women like me, I'm more of a logical person. And the Song of Solomon really didn't capture my interest. Yeah, I'm. I like to be told what to do, not poetic. So I sure. wonder uh, when she challenged me to do that and helped me understand what some of the symbolism in Song of Solomon was all about. It really, I think, it unlocked something for me in terms of really seeing. Okay, God wrote one book out of sixty-six that only focuses on human relationships. Now, you know, it's a metaphor for Christ in the church, but it only talks about a human relationship, a husband-wife relationship. And for the most part, a lot of the, the story in Song of Solomon is revolving around sexual intimacy. You know, God didn't write a, a book in the Bible that's just about a father-son relationship um, or a mother-in-law, daughter-in-law relationship, you know, exclusively. This is the only time where he pulls something apart. I want you to study this dynamic between a husband and wife. And what we see is that God blesses their sexual intimacy. He blesses the fact that uh, they explore each other and they fantasize about each other and they enjoy each other and uh, they're adventurous, the man and the woman, not just the man. The woman is pursuing sexual passion as well. And so we look at that and say, well, God ordained that this should be and he inspired it to be in his word. We need to take note and say, God is saying this is something important. This is something uh, if you're a married person, to be sought after and pursued in a holy way. Today on the show, we have Linda Dillo and Dr. Julie Slattery, authors of Passion Pursuit, What Kind of Love Are You Making? This is a video and workbook Bible study for women. And Julie, you were just talking about really God's definition of, of sexuality there with the, the Song of Songs. Let's talk about the counterfeit intimacy. I kind of mentioned that we as the church, it seems like we've been evangelized by the world, so to speak, when it comes to sex and sexuality. What does God say, or, or how do we expose the counterfeit uh, intimacy that we've been, maybe we've grown up with it, maybe we've had some issues. How do we expose that, and what do we do with it? Well, I think exposing it, you know, first of all, you just said that we've really been uh, kind of brainwashed or discipled in the world's way of thinking about sexuality, and um, even for Christians who know the Word of God, they can be shocked when they really look at the fact that God talks about sex so often. And, um, you know, God's design for sexuality, as we're, we're talking about this, is multifaceted. It has to do with intimacy. It has to do with covenant and lifetime commitment. It has to do with vulnerability and trust. And ultimately, it has to do with a metaphor, uh, a very holy spiritual metaphor, the counterfeit of that will always take the act of sex and separate it from the whole picture of sexuality. Uh, in other words, uh, a guy who's clicking on images on the Internet has no relationship with the person he's looking at. He's actually choosing to go out of relationship with God by sinning. He's choosing to look away from his wife and lust after another woman. So he's just taking that experience of sex, the physical sensation, 
and cutting it off from the whole of what it's designed to be. Uh, the same is true with a woman who fantasizes about another man or has a flirtatious relationship with, uh, you know, somebody she's not married to uh, or who fantasizes about, you know, books she's reading like Fifty Shades of Grey. So we can see the counterfeits whenever sex is taken out of the context of holy sexuality, including covenant relationships, intimacy, and drawing closer to God. So how, Julie, how do, how do we deal with our husband's temptations then? Well, I think, you know, whether it's a husband or a wife that's tempted, I think there are two aspects that are really important, and they're, they're highlighted throughout Scripture whenever we're dealing with someone else's sin or temptation. And the first thing that Jesus says is that uh, we have to make sure that we can see clearly, so we take the log out of our own eyes. And a lot of women don't understand at all how their husband can be drawn into pornography and um, or, you know, lust after another woman. And their heart is immediately filled with, you know, I feel betrayed, I'm not enough, I'm angry. And they immediately want to go after that anger uh, and really condemn their husband. Uh, and there's, there's a time to bring confrontation. But, you know, Jesus always says that we need to begin with humility and empathy. And a lot of guys who struggle with pornography or sexual addictions have been exposed uh, to this kind of thing when they were 10 or 11 or 12 years old. And it's an issue that they've never known how to deal with. And so, uh, you know, I encourage a wife to start with, God, would you give me empathy and compassion for what my husband's going through? Would you humble my heart and show me where I struggle with sin on a continual basis, even if it's not sexual sin? So that empathy and humility is part of it. But the empathy and humility doesn't mean that you just overlook sin. You know, there are some in our culture who just say, well, you know, men will be men, and there's really nothing you can do. Pornography is everywhere. Uh, and that's not at all how God calls us to deal with sin. He says to confront it. Uh, he says to call each other to righteousness and to call each other to holiness. And so, uh, you know, through passion pursuit, we want to help women hold those two things together, both the empathy, but also uh, the call to holiness and righteousness and purity. And Linda, how would you encourage married women to pursue passion, to pick up your video series and totally embrace what God has led you guys to say in this video series? Dustin, I would encourage them First of all, just to get on their knees and say, okay, God, I need your perspective. I need to hear your voice from your word uh, because I've been listening to all of the other voices, and I'm confused, and I'm mixed up. So I want to get in your word and see what you have said, and I want to see sexual intimacy with my husband from your perspective. And uh, Dustin... If a woman has that attitude and that spirit, I think it would be wonderful if she got in a group or started a group to do Passion Pursuit, What Kind of Love Are You Making? Because the study gets you into God's Word and just week by week builds on what God's perspective of sexuality is. And um, I guess if I could use one word to describe Christian women today, not just in America, but in other countries, it's that they're confused. And they're confused about what they're to look like 
in intimacy with their husband. What does it look like for them to be an exciting lover? And um, God just wants to pour his perspective over his women. Unbelievable. Praise God. Well, thank you guys so much. Today on the show, Linda Dillo and Dr. Julie Slattery, authors of The Passion Pursuit. What kind of love are you making? It's a video and workbook Bible study specifically for women. You can visit DustinDanielsRadio.com. Give me a call at 1-855-5-DUSTIN with your questions. And remember what the Word of God says, guys. The kingdom of God isn't just a lot of talk. It's living and living in God's power. I love you. See you next week. The Dustin Daniels Radio Show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host nor the station is engaged in rendering counseling advice for your personal situation. If you need further help, we encourage you to seek the services of a Christ-based counseling professional. For more information on the radio show, visit DustinDanielsRadio.com.